everybody. I'm delighted uh, to interview Professor uh, Samir Jaber on the stiletto trial. Hello, Professor Jaber. Hello, Professor Shalab. First question I'd like to ask you. So what did you do in this study and what were your findings? This is a major question. First of all, before start uh, to answer, I want to introduce our team because uh, today we worked on the airway management, both in anesthesia and intensive care, more than 25 years. We published our paper on this field close to 13 years. So we have a lot of um, ideas about uh, the question that we don't have answer. This is the first point. The second point, we always like to perform very pragmatic study. Maybe that's very complicated, or but one question, one response. And then when we see the different question that uh, was not solved in the airway management, we have uh, the question about the stile with the Macintosh. So we wanted to ask for the first part that if use if does the stimatic use of a stilet for first attempt intubation in the ICU increase first attempt success? This is our main major study. So, uh, as you know, today we have less, less than 10 randomized controlled trials in this field. We have mainly observational study, but the randomized controlled trial which evaluated therapeutic intervention are very, very scarce. So we want really to give some question in exactly some strict question and not missing uh, apple and oranges. That's may, when we discuss the limitation of the study, maybe not limitation, but maybe a rigorous question. Right, thank you. Indeed, a simple question and a clear answer. Uh, Professor Jaber, can you tell us uh, exactly what were the results of this study? Yes, thank you. The results of this randomized study showed that the use of stele for trachea intubation in the mainly critical ill patient in intensive care unit results in a significantly higher first attempt intubation success than the use of tracheal tube alone. Right, thank you very much, Prof. Uh, Jaber. One question, you know, uh, stylet is usually used when uh, we fail, uh, you know, the first attempt at intubation or there's an anterior larynx. It's not usually used routinely for all tracheal intubations. So what made you do this study? Yes, you're right. Our, uh, the reasons of this study is when we perform different observational study, like uh, for example, N-tube study, which published recently, we performed the same study 10 years ago in France, only in France, and uh, one recent study in France, very similar, which evaluated the practice, reported that one third of uh, physicians in intensive care never used stile one-third used systematic stile, and one-third used stile when 
the um, uh, failed to intubate. So there is no consensus about to use the stele. There is no recommendation by the societies, by the savant societies. This is true in France, in Europe, and in the world. And as you see, for example, the recommendation from UK, from India, from different countries, it's not clear about the stele with the Macintosh laryngoscope because the video laryngoscope, it's absolutely another question. And I think too much person make confusion between video laryngoscope time and between uh, the Macintosh time. Now in the world, we have less than 20% uh, that uh, physician use video laryngoscope and you have million and million uh, physician use only la Macintosh because you are not, uh, all the country are not the same tools and the same possibility. This will be an uh, universal question and this is the first part of uh, uh, a long series of uh, studies that we will go in on process. Uh, thank you, Professor Jaber. Indeed, you are absolutely right. There is a wide variation of practice. Some people use stilet for rescue, while some people use it in the beginning. And we don't have any randomized trial assessing whether using it upfront makes any difference. So this is indeed a, a, a simple question and a clear answer to this question. Uh, uh, an observation in your study was though there was an increase in in uh, you know, first pass success with the use of stylet and the uh, in the tracheal tube, there was no difference in complications between the two arms. So does it really matter? Your comments on this? You're absolutely right. We used as the primary outcome the first attempt success, as it is the classical one used in this type of study today. Why? Because it's easy to evaluate, probably not by the uh, operator, by another person, such as a research staff person. Second, it's uh, demonstrated that first attempt is absolutely correlated to the occurrence of complication in the large randomized trial. We published uh, two studies showing this, and there are several pub studies showing that first attempt is associated when you use the minimum sample size. And the last, our study was not designed to evaluate the complication to decrease or not. We use a sample size. The number needed to treat was calculated according to decrease the first attempt. And we use the number of the first attempt reported in our previous observational studies in France. So to evaluate if the stile decreases or not the complication, we should perform another study, including several thousand of the patient. As you see the risk between the two groups of complication, you have 40.2% versus 38.7%. That means if we need to calculate, we need probably more than four or 5,000 uh, patients to show significant difference. That means it's absolutely another number, uh, sample size to calculate. This is different. This is a strict study evaluating one major outcome. 
Right, absolutely right. As you said, this study was not powered for addressing complications. It was looking, the primary outcome was to look at first pass success rate. Uh, but having said that, Professor Jaber, don't you think considering the high complications in the intensive care unit, uh, it's not only first pass success, but also first pass success without complications that is important. So don't you think that a combination of the two would be a better primary outcome? First pass success without complications. What is your comment on this? No, I think maybe both could be evaluated. My, in my point of view, obviously, probably the Graal and the best outcome in uh, the future study will be the complication well-defined. However, to evaluate this, you should have a very, very large sample size, uh, I think. So up to date, as you know, there are very, very few randomized controlled trials evaluating therapeutic in this situation, very few. So this is uh, the first uh, generation of study by our group or the group of uh, Semler in the um, US. So we need more and more randomized trial evaluating uh, if some intervention could be better. Probably the first step will, to, will be to use the first attempt as it's more uh, a surrogate outcome, easy to uh, evaluate, but probably in the future, complication rate or uh, a composite score, including composite rate and then and the um, first attempt will be interesting, but we need a lot of uh, a lot of uh, intubation. This could be an international uh, large study with a lot of samples for the future. Right, I agree with you, Professor Jaber. But indeed, I think this kind of outcome, first pass success without complications would probably be a more meaningful uh, endpoint in the intensive care unit. We already spoke about video laryngoscopes. Now there is increasing use of video laryngoscope in the intensive care unit. So why didn't you uh, use, compare with video laryngoscope as well to make it a real world study? Was it because you just wanted to keep it simple? You, you're absolutely right. In the first uh, part of uh, our idea, is to perform a uh, factorial two study. We, we designed a study using two and two arms. That means one arms with video langoscope, one arms with, with uh, Macintosh and second randomization. However, this study was not possible because in fact today for the major situation of video langoscope, uh, Stile was uh, was recommended, and for some time, uh, for some video laryngoscope, the company uh, not recommend but suggest that it's mandatory to use video laryngoscope. So we preferred perform first the Stileto trial to respond to one question for uh, the uh, intensive care unit in the world who did not have video laryngoscope and who have only a tube with or without stele. This is our strategy. Uh, this is my point of view of clinician. 
it's only pragmatic situation. We have no competition with anyone. So Stiletto gives the response to one answer. And now we will start another study with uh, the video langoscope to, uh, to show that video langoscope can be uh, benefit and can be decrease the complication or improve first attempt if the video langoscope was used by the skill team. The problem of uh, some first study comparing video langoscope versus Macintosh were performed by a user who did not have the skill to use it. So it's may, it may explain in part uh, the negative or neutral results supported in this study. So now our uh, study, which called FAVOR, uh, evaluate video langoscope versus Macintosh and uh, in only intensive care with uh, experience, with skilled, with trained uh, operators. Right. So you indeed you wanted to keep it simple and just answer one question and not complicate it with DL and VL together. Uh, one yes. observation, Professor Jaber, was that the first pass success uh, in intubation was only 70 percent even the, in the control arm. So that's really low. Is it because a majority of the uh, operators were inexperienced? What is the reason for this? Uh, this is a good question. Maybe there are several answers, not only one point. First of all, this is the real life, uh, and this is the rate reported in several observational studies in France. And um, one of the strengths of our study is that this outcome was reported by the research staff uh, who, is, who was present at the time of intubation. So it was a not and self-reporting. This is very important to have this because probably when it was a self-reporting, you can have a discussion about one uh, video laryngoscopy. We, we just consider that at least when you perform the laryngoscopy and you not success, it's called not first attempt. This is uh, the only case not to when you perform again, it's a failure. So uh, the third part is in our study, as we always perform, we try to include all intensive care unit. We did not select an intensive care unit, meaning that you have, in France, you know, we have medical intensive care unit, surgical intensive care unit, and mixed intensive care unit. And in yeah. our study, we have several different study. Maybe in some, uh, uh, some, in some uh, intensive care, for example, when you have anesthesiologists who work in, uh, in the operating room one week and one week in uh, intensive care, maybe for this uh, field, that means for airway management, maybe we can have a better uh, uh, successful intubation rate in another for this uh, area only probably. I completely agree with you. I know this value may be a little low to anesthesiologist-run intensive care units, but this is a real-world study. You have physicians, you have anesthesiologists, mixed medical-surgical ICU. So this is really uh, real-world figures, and even the Intube study showed only a 79% first-pass success. So these are really uh, this is the reality in ICU today, and with experienced and inexperienced uh, operators. 
and we have a large we have a large range between uh, for this item we have a large range between intensive care unit from 60 65% to 89 90% between the different ICUs Right, indeed. So, uh, Professor Jobert, uh, what were the limitations of this study? If you had to do it differently, what would you change? No, I think it's... Uh, this is uh, up to date, to my knowledge, the largest study performed in this field. We have 99 patients. Never a large study was reported with randomized controlled trials. This is the largest one. Maybe if for the future we could, we should increase more patients and probably increase more countries to have different uh, practices to better answer. And uh, we try to have the minimum co-confounders uh, that we have just the difference between uh, is the study or not. We, recommended to use the same protocol of the Montpellier intubation protocol uh, that you see in, that you will see in the table one in table two that the practice are very close for pre-oxygenation for uh, the fluid loading for use um, drug agent for use capnography so we try to have the same thing so we try to have the best design of the study about still is good or no and also, we try to evaluate the safety of the stele because this one is a major point, and we showed that the safety is uh, totally uh, non-significant and similar in the two groups. So for the future, maybe I agree with you, maybe uh, the best is to have the complication rate, the complication rate, the severe complication rate yes. between the two arms, in some yes. in uh, such a study, but for this uh, we should need to have very very large uh, sample size. Why not? And uh, the Graal, the best of the best study is to evaluate the mortality rate. As you know, mortality rate is reported between uh, 1.5% to 3.5% in the first in our first front study and in the in your tube study we have exactly the same range of mortality. So to show and to demonstrate a significant decrease in the mortality rate, we need probably 1 million patients. Right. So one strength of the study indeed uh, is the large uh, sample size. Uh, though it was 999, it was still not, uh, you know, they were still, still short of a few patients. So do you see that uh, as a problem because the sample size was not uh, was not a full sample size? No, I think the sample size is not a problem, but it's very complicated in terms of uh, logistic and organization because we included here 32 patients, uh, 32, sorry, uh, centers. And the, it needs a lot of money. It needs a lot of persons to manage this. It needs a lot of uh, energy, you know, because you have uh, a very rigorous uh, uh, problem of uh, legal uh, research in France. Now to perform in France uh, such, such type of study 
is very complicated. You need to inform the patient, the family. You need to have uh, all uh, the uh, authorization, the consent of the patient, of the family. It's very complicated now, the new law in France. And uh, several, several intensive care units now uh, don't want to perform such a study because uh, they think that uh, uh, it's difficult for them. So maybe the only answer is to perform international study and probably uh, ESIGM uh, should be uh, uh, the major sponsor, the major support like in N-tube uh, uh, study uh, with uh, in this time with the major expert over the world and to uh, uh, to try to meet all the experts all together. Indeed, Professor Jaber, uh, this is really uh, commendable what you and your team of investigators have been able to achieve. Uh, such a big study, multicentric, mixed uh, patient groups, surgical, medical, uh, ICUs, mixed, really a challenge. And uh, congratulations really to you and your team for being able to uh, conduct this study. What do you see as the other major strengths of this study, other than the numbers and what I mentioned? It's probably that, uh, thank you for the question, uh, Professor Mietra. It's a real pragmatic study. That means when you read the, the study, at the end of the study in the abstract, you have the response of the question, yes or not, should we use uh, still this uh, that want the major physician at bedside uh, for future study randomized trial. And you know that today we have uh, a lot of negative studies in the randomized control trial. More than half of the randomized control trial are negative or neutral. Less than one third of study are positive today. So for the physician, when you have a positive study which may improve one practice in uh, their uh, patient and probably we hope the outcome of the patient, uh, the physician receive it uh, very well and uh, probably applied it for the future. Indeed, Professor Jaber. So, uh, you know, can you just summarize that for the average airway operator, what does this study add to the existing literature? We think it's, uh, to myself, it's the first study which reported the first therapeutic uh, uh, procedure which may improve the intubation. All the other are not performed in such randomized trial or are, are negative. The study of fluid loading was negative. Uh, the study of uh, pre-oxygenation uh, was uh, not a large randomized trial and was not a real uh, pragmatic study. But this is the first one which reported that we can decrease uh, the success. Uh, we increase the success rate in uh, strictly critical care patient in intensive care unit, not outside intensive care unit, not in hospital, not in the emergency department. We focus only in ICU patient. This is the first one which reported a real improvement using one procedure, in my knowledge. 
Thank you very much, Professor uh, Jaber. Indeed, a very simple, pragmatic, real-world study asking a very simple question, uncomplicated study, giving a clear answer that is the use of stellate with the trinitrical tube uh, going to be able for first pass, going to be able to increase the uh, first pass success rate uh, during tracheal intubation, and we have a clear answer for this. So, thank you very much, Professor Jaber. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Again, thank you, Professor Shalabiatra, for your kind question, for your kind comment, and for your kind editorial. Thank you very much.